for uh, announcing the uh, repo rate drop by a quarter of a percentage point. Uh, we're now on the line to Gina Skuma, an economist at Citibank, to unpack uh, some of this. A very good uh, afternoon to you, Ms. Skuman, and thank you so much for speaking to us. Um, the Reserve Bank governor seemingly emphasizing, I heard him repeatedly say, this highly uncertain environment. And obviously there there are issues of policy around this, but he also spoke about the economy structure. So what are we to be reading into this? Well, thank you for having me today on the call. Um, it is good news to the consumer because certainly, as he mentioned, while it's not a remedy for the weak growth outlook that we face in South Africa, because that's because of structural issues, certainly even a slight interest rate reduction will provide some relief to the consumer on, on its spending power. That said, the reasons why inflation is coming down in South Africa is not because of good reasons. Our read of the inflation outlook now very low in South Africa is simply because the consumer is literally on its knees. And as a result of that, the consumer has sent through a very strong signal to retailers and and participants of the supply chain to say, we are not willing to take on very rapid price increases. And as a result, we're not seeing very much inflation in this economy. And that will always happen as a result of weak growth. So that is within the mandate of the Reserve Bank, however, is that if you do have inflation quite sustainably at low levels within that 3 to 6% target range for the foreseeable future, well, you can actually go ahead and start to reduce rates, but only, and let me stress this, only because the low inflation allows you to, not because you're trying to boost growth, because let's all face it, GDP growth needs to come from structural reforms such as investment, which of course allows for employment gains. Mm. And what can we be doing as a country, given that gloomy picture uh, that he pointed as well? But it doesn't mean that all is lost. Not all is lost. I, I would say a very near-term uh, solution would be to inject confidence back into this economy in both business and consumer confidence. Um, I think we'll get a bit of consumer confidence increasing off the back of the rate cut because consumers will look at the Reserve Bank and say, thank you for recognizing the lower inflation in this economy and providing the relief to us, therefore. But at the same time, businesses are actually looking towards the policy uncertainty um, the political uncertainty and the threat of the rating downgrades in the future as as to something that needs to reverse in order to feel make them feel more comfortable to invest more heavily mm. in South Africa. Now, interestingly enough, um, some of the discourse that's been around for quite a while now obviously is the fact that we should be increasing exports, but how government intervenes is key to this. Well, those who argue that uh, creating smooth functioning for market forces is the way to do it. There are others, obviously, who are very much against this. I would say that, um, you know, the, 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 the trick in the very near term is simply to provide businesses with the confidence to know what to expect from policy and politics. And right now there is very little Confidence is very little certainty of that. So everyone's holding back. And, of course, if you hold back on that investment, exports will have a better chance if the currency remains relatively stable at competitive levels. But at the end of the day, you need to be an investment hub if you want to export more. 
but also you want to be an investment hub so that you can employ more. And then, Mm -hmm. of course, consumers have a more sustainable driver instead of just hoping and wishing that inflation gets lower so the Saab can cut rates. Now, you obviously want to improve cooperation among the economic actors as well, and simplifying regulation is probably a good way to do it, but I'll use this as an example. We now have a case in the mining industry where, you know, there's a lot of... um, a dissent around how to structure the economy and now the minister has made new moves which uh, those who are against it say could bring the industry to its knees. As if it wasn't already on them. <laughs> um, no, absolutely. And again, you know, we get back to the business confidence problem is that if you continue to have, and we've known we've had a, a relatively um, large trust deficit between government and business, private sector business, for quite some time, and of course this has got worse. So policies um, that don't come with sufficient um, discussion between the two sides, as we've seen by the Chamber of Mines coming out to say that hey, we didn't get a chance to review the mining charter um, sufficiently before the time, and they obviously represent many of the private sector mines within that. And, And simple things like that could be fixed quite quickly, but until you actually do them, you are not going to get confidence back. And as a result, the private sector within the, the mining sector, to use it as an example, is not going to participate like they could, which, of course, is a disservice to government, but government doesn't seem to see this. All right. Thank you so much for chatting to us and sharing your insights. Gina Skuma, an economist at Citibank.